Welcome to Celestial Insights, a weekly podcast that brings the stars down to earth. I'm your host, astrologer, coach, and intuitive Celeste Brooks. My purpose is to provide practical, unique, and insightful guidance to help you navigate the energies of the week like a boss. Hello, this is Celeste of Astrology by Celeste, and on this episode, I will discuss the astrology for the week of February 18th, 2024. But first, a look back at astrology in action. At last week's Super Bowl, the North Node and Chiron were conjunct at the midheaven of the chart in the sign of Aries. And Chiron is the wounded healer and the North Node is an amplifier. So I was wondering if there would be a public injury. And I thought it might have something to do with ankles because Mercury was in Aquarius squaring Jupiter in Taurus and they were both angular. Mercury rules communication as well as transportation. And what happened was that a player was walking on the field, and I don't know the particulars. I didn't have time to watch the game, but his Achilles tendon was ruptured or snapped or something. Just a freak accident, a freak injury. No one was, no one was, uh, no one was touching him. It was just a freak accident. So that's the Mercury in Aquarius. Aquarius rules the ankles. Square Jupiter. It was. It was just a faded freak accident. The other thing was that Mars and Pluto were conjunct on the descendant. And I was wondering how that was going to show up as well. Mars at that last 29th degree of Capricorn. So really trying to express its energy well, wanting to lead. And Pluto in Aquarius, Pluto, this deep, deep intensity, unearthing and the story was that Travis Kelsey, who's Tr- Taylor Swift's boyfriend, got in the face of his coach, was screaming at him, and actually pushed him. It was very aggressive behavior and almost knocked the, the coach off balance. And lip readers say he was saying, coach, put me back in. I need to go back in. Venus in the sky was also sextile Neptune. The Chiefs won the game and they brushed it off as saying that Travis was saying, I was telling my coach how much I loved him. Venus sextile Neptune trying to deceive us that this interaction was friendly when it was clearly very aggressive and angry and whatnot. But, you know, it's football, it's simulated warfare, and it was an exciting game. Also, under the same energy, a woman went into Joel Osteen's church carrying a rifle and with a child. Joel Osteen is a famous celebrity pastor here in the United States, and she started shooting. She was killed as well as her her child was injured, and at least one parishioner was injured. But thankfully, there were off-duty police officers at the church, and they stopped her before you know, she heard masses of people, but Mars in Capricorn, 
angry at the government, at institutions, conjunct Pluto and Aquarius because of, she's angry because of all the devastation that's gone on in Palestine. She had Palestine written on her gun and anti-Semitic writings in her materials. And she was willing to, to hurt people because of her anger about what was going on and the, the death and destruction impacting massive numbers of people. Venus, she was a woman, sextile Neptune. It was a, emotional. She was very emotional. It was about belief systems. Maybe she was mentally disturbed, all of these Neptunian things. And Mercury square Jupiter. Jupiter rules religion. Mercury in Aquarius, her fixed thought processes on taking this shocking action. Lastly, in Gaza, the Israeli forces launched a very brutal assault on Gaza that killed dozens, maybe even a couple, a hundred or more people. And under the cover of that assault, rescued a couple of hostages. So Venus sextile Neptune, the hostages, the people who are their allies were Neptune freed from captivity, Mars conjunct Pluto. It was very intense firefighting and bombs going off. It's really a very tragic situation that's going on in Rafa now, where a humanitarian crisis, where masses of Palestinian people are in a small area in a desperate situation. And as I record this, mediators are meeting in Cairo that include U.S., Israeli, Qatar, and Egypt negotiators. They are trying to negotiate a ceasefire in order to allow additional swaps of hostages as well as aid going into Gaza. I'm hoping by yesterday, I taped this early, that when Venus met Pluto, they had success. If not, hopefully there'll be success this week because the humanitarian conditions are just abhorrent. And Benjamin Netanyahu is going to be getting more and more pressure in order to bring this war to a close. He's in his third Saturn opposition. So Saturn is putting pressure on him in order to stop all this, this violence. Mars and Pluto are on his, his progressed Mercury in that one Aquarius. And so he's got this fixed mindset. He's under intense pressure. It's a very volatile situation. He's very impacted by the eclipses. I wouldn't be surprised if somehow he's taken out of the situation. His chart is very activated coming up where maybe he'll be replaced or maybe I'm just seeing him under this intense pressure. He's trying to push back and keep going forward with his objectives to eliminate Hamas. But basically, the entire world is putting pressure on Israel to stop this madness. If you are interested in embarking on a journey of self-discovery through the lens of the moon, please consider joining me for my Moon Mastery course. I'm going to be teaching this five-week program for Synchronicity University and working with an organization of this scale has allowed me to only charge $5 a class. If you can afford more, please consider another option.
In this class, you will learn everything about the natal transit and progress moon. And by the end, you will have a new perspective to make more conscious decisions, improve personal relationships, and achieve your goals in life. Class begins on Monday, March 4th. And if you miss a class, you can view the recording. Go to synchronicityuniversity.com to sign up today. The theme of this week is creative alchemy. And there are three big things I want you to think about as we navigate this week. The first is that Pisces season begins today until March 19th. Pisces is mutable water energy. So the glyph is the constellation looks like two fish swimming in opposite directions. So it's very fluid and flowing. It's the last sign of the zodiac. So there is always a sense of endings when we enter into Pisces season. It's a great time to release that what no longer serves you. This sign's energy is compassionate and sympathetic, sacrificing, intuitive. Great time to treat yourself to a new oracle or tarot deck. And, and pull a card every day about what you need to know for your highest good. The astrology new year starts as the sun enters Aries. So you can think about what you want to release behind before you start anew. This energy can very, be very idealistic and romantic and wanting to escape. So Shadow energies are just procrastinating on things or feeling overwhelmed or escapist or hypersensitive or feeling misunderstood or everyone's out to get you or feeling emotional overwhelm is a shadow of Pisces energy. So if you feel yourself getting overwhelmed, get grounded. You can sit in a chair, drop an anchor through the floor and just do some breathing and Ground yourself, go out, rub your feet in the grass, hug a tree, whatever, to help keep yourself from getting lost in the emotion of it, as well as doing something charitable for someone else is a wonderful way to use Pisces energy. The next thing I want to make you aware of is that Venus, the planet of love, beauty, and harmony, will meet Mars, the planet of action, drive, and assertion at six degrees of Aquarius on Wednesday. So if you have any planets or points around, let's say, give three degrees on either side. So three to nine degrees, especially of Aquarius, but also the opposition would be Leo and the squares would be Taurus and Scorpio. You may notice something in your life in terms about the creative process. Venus and Mars coming together can be wonderful. They can bring excitement to your sexual relationships. It can be inspirational in terms of your creativity. Venus rules art. Aquarius is an air sign. Great time to journal, write poetry, that sort of thing. And Aquarius has a sense of brilliance. So when you bring the sun in Pisces, which is so creative and emotional, with Mars and Venus and Aquarius, this yang sign, I think people are going to be creating masterpieces. There was really interesting astrology last year when Venus was almost about to meet Mar Mars in when Venus was in Leo. 
But then it w- turned around and went retrograde. And so it's called reformation when uh, an aspect is about to happen, but a planet goes retrograde. So it's essentially backs off from, from making that conjunction in our lives. It can be about we're about to get something done, start something, negotiate a deal, that sort of thing. And then all of a sudden the deal falls through. So things that were stalled back then may come to completion. The Sabian symbol is a child born out of an eggshell. So I'm really interested to hear if we'll, there'll be news around genetic engineering, human cloning. I'm specifically thinking about modified humans or if there'll be something that's very Pluto and Aquarius about you know artificial limbs or eyes announced around this time, or it could be just that people are working on it and it'll be announced closer to the Jupiter-Uranus conjunction, which is associated with technological advancements as well. Communications could be damaged around this time. Hopefully nothing will happen to the cable in the Red Sea that the Houthi rebels were threatening to cut about the war in Israel. Hopefully this can be something about bringing peace to the war. Mars rules war, Venus rules peace. So if the ceasefire hasn't already been negotiated. Hopefully it'll be negotiated by this time. I'm concerned about storms. Aquarius, that that fixed air could be symbolic of really big storms like hurricanes and tornadoes, especially with this week with the the sun in Pisces and we're going to have a full moon. So yeah, we'll see what comes up with this conjunction, but I think it can be very beautiful and creative. And that's why the episodes called Creative Alchemy. You can turn lead into gold with this energy. So really, if you can, especially throughout Pisces season, schedule time just for brainstorming. Slow down, lighten your schedule. The last thing I want to make you aware of is that we're going to have a full moon on Saturday at five degrees of Virgo. The full moon is the culmination of the moon cycle where The moon's light is at 100%. The sun and the moon are in opposition to each other. We will always be finding out things or having internal illuminations about things that are the nature of Virgo. Virgo rules health, our daily life, the tasks that we do. Virgo brings order to chaos. It's like the decluttering energy. It's the cleaning the kitchen. It's this practical earth energy about the tasks we do in order to bring order to the chaos of our lives so that we can keep things functioning. Virgo energy likes to organize things. The sign is ruled by Mercury, the planet of communication. It's an earth sign, but it's the airiest of the earth signs. The sun will be at five degrees of Pisces, so you can look and see where that is in your chart. The sun is lighting up things in your Pisces house of your chart. The tarot card correspondence is the Eight of Cups, and that's that card speaks to moving away from things, walking away from things that are no longer serving you, but there's a sense of nostalgia, like there's a sense of loss, but you know it's the best thing to do. The astrology correspondence to the tarot card is Saturn and Pisces, so there can be like emotionally feeling a bit down with this, this energy. The Sabian symbol is a parade of army officers in full dress. So I'm hoping this is 
not something about an increase in hostilities in the Middle East or somewhere else in the world. But notice if you see officers in their dress uniforms in the collective, on TV, whatever, if it comes up to your conscious attention around this full moon, the moon will be at five degrees of Virgo. That's the Eight of Pentacles card. And the Eight of Pentacles is about diligence. Expertise comes when you do the same task over and over again. You build this muscle that helps you perfect things. The sun in Virgo is the astrology correspondence to this tarot card. It's a card of mastery and attention to detail. The Sabian symbol is a merry-go-round. Bringing these two together, I feel like this is a call to stop repeating cycles that are unnecessary. When we do the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result, that's called insanity. So can you walk away from things that cause you mental stress or diminish your health? Habits that are hard to break can maybe be something you want to work on at this time or excessive pleasure-seeking behavior. This is somewhat of a somber full moon because the sun is moving towards its annual conjunction with Saturn and the moon is opposite Saturn. So you may feel a little bit weighed down or emotional. It's a great time to get up and go for a walk or get some exercise. Just even get up and dance if you're feeling down. Pisces rules music and dance. Mm -hmm. The new moon of this gestational lunar cycle began on August 27, 2022, when the sun and the moon were both at four degrees of Virgo. So look back in your notes. Did anything start at that time that had a pivot point at the first quarter moon nine months later was the sun was in Gemini, the moon in Virgo on May 27th of 2023. They were both at six degrees of their respective signs. On Saturday, we have the full moon where sun is in Pisces, moon is in Virgo, both at five degrees. What is illuminated? Is there something that happened that was seeded back in August of 2022 that had a pivot point? I suggest looking at two weeks on either side um, and seeing there's if there's some story related to Virgo or the Virgo house in your natal chart. The last quarter moon nine months from now will be with the sun in Sagittarius, the moon in Virgo, both at one degree on November 22nd, 2024. If you are embarking on a new journey, experiencing a major life event, feeling stuck, trying to make a difficult decision, or just looking to make positive changes, astrology can provide life-changing insights. There are several ways to work with me. You can come for a 30, 60, or 90-minute astrology consultation, depending on your needs. Ask me a burning question, and I'll record a video for you. Engage in longer-term cosmic success coaching, where we work together on a three-month basis to help you overcome blocks, improve your life satisfaction, build better relationships, accomplish your career goals, and understand yourself better using the tool of astrology. Or mystic mentoring if you're an aspiring astrologer and want help with chart analysis techniques. 
Go to astrologybyceleste.com to check out my offerings. If you have any questions, you can email me at celeste at astrologybyceleste.com. On Sunday, the word of the day is compadre. We start the week with the moon in Gemini. Gemini is mutable air energy. It's Aquarius season, the last day of Aquarius season. And this is a great time to do something with friends. Call them on the phone, go out for brunch, that sort of thing. The moon will enter the sign of Cancer at 7.24 p.m. Pacific time. Cancer moons are times to practice self-care. Take a bath. It's a water sign. The moon is at home in this sign. And your emotions may run freely. If you're out, notice if when the moon shifts from Gemini into Cancer, that people get quiet. That can be something that you notice. The sun will enter Pisces at 8, 12 p.m. Pacific time. This dreamy, watery sign is beautiful and it calls for us to relax and go within. On Monday, the word of the day is realization. This is the day that Chiron, the wounded healer, will be conjunct the North Node in Aries at 16 degrees. So I'll be really interested to see what happens on this day or leading up to this day. It's a culmination of the cycle. I'm hoping there's not a lot of violence this weekend, but there could be with the, on Saturday, Venus, which rules parties and things like that, meets Pluto. So there could be related to this energy, some kind of mass event that's a catastrophe dealing with people trying to celebrate something. You may notice some things may come to your conscious attention that need to be healed, or you could feel very tender, especially if you have anything within, I would even give 10 to 20 degrees of Aries. There may be some healing that needs to happen or some emotional realizations that you come to your conscious attention. And the Chiron, the wounded healer, has to do with our wounds from when we are a child. So just pay attention, and I recommend journaling. On Tuesday, the word of the day is comfort. We're going to have a gibbous moon at 16 degrees of Cancer at 2.46 a.m. Pacific time. The gibbous moon, the moon rules, looks pregnant with possibilities. Um, you may find yourself talking to someone about some hurts and seeking comfort from a hug from someone. Yeah, Venus is quintile, the north node. So this can be reach out for connection. If you're feeling deeply emotional, yeah, that North Node Chiron conjunction, you may find yourself crying for seemingly no reason. If you are, I suggest starting to write. That can be sometimes what we need to unlock what we're really feeling inside of ourselves. On Wednesday, the word of the day is tumultuous. The moon will enter Leo at 5.40 a.m. Pacific time. Leo is fixed fire. I love a Leo moon. You'll notice people talk more animatedly, are looking to have more fun. Even you'll see more red, like people wearing red lipstick or red clothes, trying to stand out. Yeah, and this is the day Venus conjuncts Mars at 6 Aquarius. So when, when the moon opposes this conjunction, it could be a little tumultuous. Notice if you see people being extra overly dramatic with this. Yeah. 
it's a wonderful day to really just work on your creative projects. On Thursday, the word of the day is wistful. Mercury will enter the sign of Pisces. Mercury is a planet of communication, thought processes, and transportation at 11.28 p.m. Pacific time until March 9th. You may notice your thoughts starting to drift or conversations dying down. It's a great time to go internally. You may notice people are more sensitive or being or talking about things in a kinder, more compassionate way. Thoughts may drift to wanting to escape from reality. So be aware of that. If you have any substance abuse issues, you may need extra support from your sponsors or what have you. So just reach out. Also try to pay closer attention while you're driving or walking because distraction can lead to little accidents. On Friday, the word of the day is dream work. Now that both the sun and Mercury are in Pisces, really pay attention to your dreams. Consider writing them down on a dream journal. The moon will enter the sign of Virgo at 5.37 p.m. Pacific time. Virgo is the chop wood, carry water energy of the zodiac where we can do the tasks that we don't necessarily like to do, but with more ease. Your thoughts may be going towards your health and daily life practices, routines, and rituals. On Saturday, the word of the day is release. It's the day of the full moon at 4.30 a.m. at 5 Virgo. Really notice what comes up to your conscious attention or what people say to you about Virgo topics or the house Virgo rules in your chart. If you don't know what house it rules or want more information about how this full moon will be impacting you, you can go to the services page at my website, astrologybyceleste.com. And just do that. Ask Celeste a burning question and I will record a video for you. Of course, you can always come for a reading. On this day, Venus and Aquarius will square Jupiter in Taurus. So there may be a real drive for pleasure or this is a day to put your put your credit card away because Venus and Jupiter, when they square the benefic square, we can tend to overdo things. Or maybe the full moon will just help you realize how much you overdo things. I expect there will be news about hostage release or hostage stories from Israel in exchange for resources. Venus, square, Jupiter. Hopefully at this point, we're at a ceasefire so that aid can get into Gaza to help relieve at least some of the immense suffering going on there. It's a great day for you to, if you feel called, do something to ease the suffering for others, whether they are in your local community, your family, or somewhere around the world. It's a great thing to do with the sun in Pisces and the moon in Virgo. Using your energy, your resources, or even just saying a prayer to help others. So that's it for this week's episode. Feel free to email me at celeste at astrologybyceleste.com with any astrology and action stories. Or let me know how the daily themes are playing out for you. Take care and I'll catch you next week. Thank you for listening to Celestial Insights.
To learn more about my work, please visit my website, astrologybyceleste.com, where I offer personal readings, horary consultations, cosmic coaching, group events, and classes to help guide people to higher levels of fulfillment. You can also find me on Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, and Facebook at Astrology by Celeste. If you enjoyed Celestial Insights, please help others find the show. Follow, rate it five stars, or write a nice review. I would so appreciate it. I'm astrologer, coach, and intuitive Celeste Brooks, and I'll be back next week. 